Do you have a great idea, but don't know where to start in creating it? Have you started an idea, but don't know what direction you need to take it in? Karma Comics and our team of creatives can help you take your creation from a simple idea to a masterpiece. Visit www.karmacomics.org and schedule an idea consultation. Let us foster your idea, empower your creativity, and manifest your legacy. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Full Stop. This is yours truly, here with the lovely Paper Anchor. Hello. We had a bit of an experience today, and I wanted to share it with a little bit of the world. Um, I'm going to let Paper Anchor take it away, because it mostly affected her. I was just there in the background laughing, but I also heard <laughs> what was going on. So so tell, tell everybody what happened. So, uh, as you know, we were fragrance shopping this weekend. I wanted to find a new scent. Something that uh, represents me, you know? You gotta mm. smell a lot of frogs. So I was at a scent store, and the woman in the store seemed to know a lot about her product, so I was really excited to get information from her. So she was giving me different samples, and one of them smelled pretty good. Uh, not in love with it, but pretty good. And she informed me that it was a scent by Ivanka Trump. And I told her that although I like it, I do not like it enough to buy something with the name Trump. Mm. And this woman, let's call her Karen, was absolutely appalled that I would have such discriminatory buying practices as to avoid buying something called Trump. Mm. So, as history would tell us, had we bought the Ivanka Trump scent Mm. that, like, say, Trump Steaks or Trump Vodka, or Trump University, or a room <laughs> at the Trump Hotel, mm. we would have gotten bed, bed bugs. Because you get bed bugs from all those things I listed. Oh. Not sure how, but Noted. you did. Um, so I'm glad you didn't. I think I read did you, that did you buy it? So. Did you buy it? I didn't. I looked Absolutely away. Not. You didn't buy it. Absolutely what did you go with? Um, we'll talk about it later. Oh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> We're just friends, too, so I don't know what that means. Um... So, yeah, I mean, it's not a good buy, just even if she wasn't, you know, a Trump supremacist, we, <laughs> it just wouldn't have been a good buy. No. Um, the second thing is I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm not sure how much that means nowadays, especially <laughs> being millennials. Mm-hmm. What does yeah. proud really mean? Yeah, like, I don't it doesn't mean anything. Um, because you don't want to contribute to... The hate. The hate, the problem, right? Right, right. Um, you have all these big organizations pulling out of the Trump organization. Mm-hmm. You have these big companies and all these contributors pulling out of the Trump company. We, uh, for me, for one, I don't want to contribute mm-hmm. to his success by any means. So if there's a Trump cologne called Drumpft. Drumpft. I, You're and out. it smelled great. I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it because yeah. of the name. Yeah. What do you? How do you feel about that? Like, was it an immediate like, oh no, or was it like, uh, mm, no? I, I think uh, she'll see some sort of, you know, it was an immediate. Indirect. It was an immediate. Mm. No, thank you. Mm. I mean, for several reasons. First of all, 
Ivanka Trump is not on a uh, major upturn where the scent that I feel like is me, if I felt like it was me, mm. would last very long. <laughs> I don't want to be hunting the dark web for uh, Frigid mm. by Ivanka Trump. <laughs> and <laughs> Frigid. <laughs> uh, also, it didn't smell that good to set mm. aside what my initial... Like? Uh, I always imagine it had a waft of racism. A like, uh, slight waft of racism, strong mm. smell of fresh freezer. Mm. Yeah, mm. empty, empty freezer. I always thought that. I always thought that if you sprayed and walked through, that it would be, it, it, there would be a scent of white privilege. Mm. Was there yeah, anything like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, definite mm. white privilege. Uh, mm. Top note. <laughs> top top note is white privilege. <laughs> Base, uh, note, base, is base note is empty freezer, and, and the mid is uh, the mid is uh, racism. Racism. Um, <laughs> hmm, that sounds interesting. Yeah, but it was immediate <laughs> no because I mean the whatever royalty she might make on it is probably like I don't know ten dollars. That doesn't make right? a difference to her. Yeah. But I still that's my ten dollars to give right. to whomever I choose, and it is not like if if her. Like if uh, someone's like, "Hey, try this snack," and I eat it, and they're like, "Oh, so if you like that, that's Jeffrey Dahmer snack cakes." I'm not. <laughs> You're I'm not down for that. I'm not down for what Jeffrey Dahmer snack flavor? cakes. See that? Now that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how much I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate flavored Dahmer snacks. I'm not. I'm not cool with this. They're delicious. <laughs> they're so good. Screw you, Dahmer family. Like don't mark it on that. Strong no. Right. Don't like, don't like make like a, a Charles Manson family board game. Like don't bring my family <laughs> together, Charles Manson. I know what you represent. But if you're walking through the gas station and you look at the Dahmer snacks and you remember how great they tasted, you're not gonna be tempted even if no one's around to see. Okay. So, if it's for like a road trip, like <laughs> if, and if I can get away, if I can get rid of the wrapper before anybody else sees it. Mm. I mean those Dahmer snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Dahmer snacks are like the new Scooby snacks. <laughs> like, like those are modern Dunkaroos. Right. <laughs> Dahmer snacks. They're shaped like black men. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, um, very athletic build. We're athletic <laughs> snacks. <laughs> Greenfield. Okay, that's a little far. Um, <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not gonna buy like. Ted Bundy camping gear. You know what I mean? Like, like a bad, uh-uh. bad investment. No. Ted Bundy rope? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Really bad S- scout, scout not uh, Ted Bundy rope? Scout no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Night stalker uh, beanie head caps? No. <laughs> no. Night stalker balaclavas? Right? Yeah, it's a pass. It's a pass for me. Yeah, so I was there. I was looking for a different scent, obviously. I was seeing if Stephen Miller had a scent. <laughs> Turns out he did. Oh. Great. <laughs> Smelled like roach spray. Hmm. Noted. Yeah, it was <laughs> Top note of very note interesting. Roach spray. Right. Uh, no, I was there and um, I heard the woman just out loud. She yeah. was kind of like, Why? You liked it. And I was like, I turned around like, uh, that was loud. Right? There was a little Hispanic uh, teenager in there who also was like, you know, what's her problem? Right, right. But, you know, I I think, A, she was taken off guard Mm because you guys had built some sort of relationship. 
Customer you know, service. Customer service friendship. relationship, uh-huh. right? Like you trusted her, you know, mm-hmm. judgment. You did buy something, I saw that. Yes. Um but I think what she was trying to say in what we're doing this cast on is it's very interesting that our buying practices are so much attached to our politics. Yeah, absolutely. It's not something that we do often, but we don't really eat at Chick-fil-A. We get one thing at Chick-fil-A. Just one. We Only don't because like no one there. else makes it. Right, no one else makes it. Right. I'm not going to say what it is. But, but because thing. of their politics, like, I ain't We always Chick-fil-A feel like, like a little... Like right, we wear sunglasses, big mustaches, right. and like you know skull caps. We don't <laughs> go in there as ourselves, right. right? We don't, we don't do that. We also don't make our order easy on. Like, right. What are life. the other things we don't do? Um, I can't think of any right well, now. Well, we don't but... really shop like oh, in yeah, retail stores because of the practices that they have. Yeah, like, I don't. Yeah, I don't endorse uh, buying anything at retail price or mm-hmm. really from retail stores. Now, she does it because of the practices they have with little kids in different countries. Mm-hmm. I, can I tell do it because somewhere. I know markup. I yeah. know markup really, really yeah. well. Well, it's both. The markup is nuts. Yeah. And what they're actually paying for a t-shirt is maybe 50 cents. Now, if the t-shirt is 50 cents, what did the person making it get paid by hour? I'm because sure living wage. no matter if a shirt says handmade or not, all things are sewn by humans. So, yeah. Well, what's minimum wage in Southeast Asia? Zero dollars. Mm. So mm. there's a chance that they made zero dollars. Wow. And I don't like that chance. I don't like that chance at all either. I usually just, I trust your judgment with that kind of stuff. Um, otherwise, I... I'd put a little couple kids to work myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's rough yeah. out here for a business owner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, well, when we walk through the house. store, I can tell immediately that something was sewn by a small child uh, mm. or a drunk person. Something. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> also, I follow, you know, fashion news. So sometimes we uh, hear stories about big names in the fashion world that are just absolutely terrible people so we mm. not that we would buy those things but we certainly won't now right he's looking at how you, do you feel Wang. about cancel culture in general in general well, can i just ask you a question first mm. yeah could you define it for me because i think i've heard so many different definitions what is what does cancel cancel culture mean to you i think cancel culture is the Rabidity of the online community to destroy someone's uh, livelihood and life, really. Do you think that it's always just? And give me the best example of the most just cancel, and maybe an example of a maybe you jump to a conclusion and not so not so good cancel. Yeah, I do not think it's always just, especially not to completely destroy someone's life and ability to like move about the world Mm. in some cases though i don't know so the most recent i just mentioned alexander wang Mm. he has been drugging and assaulting men for years and years with the help of his friends who also either like help him drug or assault or like physically beat up people Mm. um and he is currently being in the process of being canceled. Mm. And 
I think it's justified not only because of how long it's been happening, but also his complete denial. No apologies, no acknowledging that he's probably a barely functioning alcoholic. No acknowledgement at all, just calling the victims and everyone who reports on the victims liars full stop. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Not all these people can be lying the same line separately. Right. That's crazy. Like, and I think, honestly, man, if I can be honest with you, and some of you guys might not like me saying this, but that's kind of what the last four years have been. Yeah. Previous to this administration. I mean, it's a guy who has been accused 30 plus times and said they're Mm -hmm. all lying. Right. All that doesn't 30 make any of. sense. This right? one person is the only person that tells the truth in the whole world. How is that possible? Get out of here. When he's probably the most lionest motherfucker I've ever seen most in my life. Lionesses. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, Bananas. what was the most unjust? Unjust? Like, you know, like, ah, you, what do you guys cancel this person? What are you doing? Like. Um, I think some of the minor. I don't want to call them minor. I know they hurt people's feelings, but like. I can't think of any names off the top of my head, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, but there's people who they're like dig to 10 years ago on their Twitter and find some sort of unsavory comment about gays. And I'm like, it's not nice. It is hurtful, but we need to see, do they still feel that way? Or was it just a weird time? Like mm-hmm. being gay has been ostracized for so long. So, like, they didn't know at that time that it was a wrong thing to say, maybe. I don't know. Give them a chance to, like, do you still feel this way? Because if you do, you can jump. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. But, like, um, you know, do you do you still feel this way? Or was it just what you knew at the time? Mm-hmm. But you can grow as a human. Right? I agree. No, I agree with that. I, you know, I've had my... Um you know, growth opportunities. Like when I was younger, I, I didn't know what homosexuality was until, you know, you just experience it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm joking. <laughs> but, you okay. mean through friendship? Right, through friendship, friendship. And, right, just <laughs> your Friday night handy jays. Um, right. I think that the most just cancellation hmm. has been... Um, damn, can I give two? Yeah. The most just has been Donald Trump. Yeah. Okay, I think that's the most satisfying. Well, actually, most satisfying is Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. The most just, I would say, would be... Um, damn, Matt Lauer. Yeah. Man, I and it's, it's, it's flabbergasting how... Puck that dude. Dude, puck that dude. Puck that dude. Fuck you, Matt Lauer. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I, you just can't really fathom it. This person who is supposed to take the task, mm-hmm. people who commit atrocities, both here and abroad. Yeah. And he is committing atrocities behind the scenes of the show. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. And it, and it really loses the credibility of the news media. Mm-hmm. I was telling my mom today, and I kind of meant it when I said it, is that you have to trust TMZ. That's really the only I mean, news you can kind of trust nowadays. Because they only have one purpose, and it's just to get the story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get the most dramatic story possible. Right. And, I mean... <laughs> I, 
Yeah, they're just spilling it as they get They're in. just spilling it. You, I don't really know their... I mean, you kind of know their opinions, but, like, even on the show, you're kind of like, that's just what it is. It's what I'm seeing right now. It's not really right. more... Like, they don't just write stories. They show you video, and they're like, well, this is how I feel about that. You know what I mean? Right, I'm like, right. well, I don't care how you feel. That, is that video real? And it's like, right. yeah, it looks real. Right. They're just pulling pictures and... Yeah. Just spilling it's just the information. Like, oh, well, you know, they're not CNN just saying like, like so and so made out with so and so. They're like, here's a picture. Here's a picture so-and-so of it. Making That's out with crazy. So-and-so. Um, anyway, <laughs> the most unjust to me um, cancellation, and I'm gonna say the most disappointing and the most unjust. The mm-hmm. most disappointing one. God, you're gonna hate me so much for this. I think you know what I'm gonna say. It's Louis C.K. Okay, I love Louis C.K. And I understand that what he did was monstrous and should be absolutely condemned and unacceptable. But at the same time, but when he tried to come back, didn't he not really apologize? He just was like, "Whoops." (laughs) Or no, is that the wrong interpretation? Now I don't know if you heard my podcast on him. I haven't. But that's exactly what I told him to do. Or just say whoops? Not say whoops. Mm. But I said, if you were to go on the stage, Lucy, I mean, this is verbatim. I said, if you were to go on the stage, Louis C.K., like in the next few months, she'd get on stage and goes and go, that was crazy. Yeah. Because it is. Yeah. He was just about to make a movie with, you know, Woody Allen. He was just about to make, you know, this, you know... I, I think transition into movies, major like career change. major career change, yeah. transition into movies, and um, it all came down like thunder. Oh, yeah, it came down quick. He lost his movie. He lost. His, uh, he lost it, it, it happens quick with in, with cancel culture. It happens like boom, 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 boom. Like yeah. you know, yeah. and within two days, you've lost your book. You lost your movie deal. You lost your everything. Everything. You were hoping for right. Yeah. So that's disappointing, but I say it's it's not wrong, unjust. right? But it's just disappointing for me. Yeah. Um, the most unjust is Al Franken. I don't know that story. Okay, so Al Franken is a senator from Minnesota. Right. He um, was a comedian before that. Oh. Um, he was accused of making two women on. Uh, an- anonymous women mm-hmm. uncomfortable and he was caught on photo pretending to grab someone this woman's breast while she was asleep like looking at the camera right uh-huh. and I think that same woman said that when they hugged he like squeezed her butt okay prior to his political career now this does not make it right let me be very very clear this does not make it right but this is the this is happening at the same time that 30 women says the president at the time mm-hmm had groped them groped them and made them uncomfortable grabbed them and he himself said that he grabs women by the vagina and Mm -hmm. so what bothers me about this is that Al Franken takes the high road does the right thing and says you know what I understand the optics Mm -hmm. and for the betterment of the party just so we're not the um, focused on me and my mistakes right of, of these things I'll remove myself from the party. I'm fine with that. But keep in mind that the person who sits behind the Oval Office desk is a sex offender and yeah. has, you know, admitted on tape and, you know, all these things. So he went out like a like a gangster. But the thing is, like, come back, Al. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. We don't need Amy Klobuchar. 
We nah, need Al Franken. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, even as, as a woman, I'm like, there are... He's a comedian in a comedic fun. situation. Right. And if it made them uncomfortable, like, call him out so that he knows. Facts. He knows what makes women uncomfortable. Call him out. Oh, now you know. Okay. Don't do it again. Facts. But, like, also, yeah, that's that's not apples and oranges. The man behind the Resolute Desk and Al Frank. It's not. It's, it's mandarins and mandarins. Like, you did the same thing. Mm-hmm. One was way more prolific and open about it, unapologetic, and tied to a known child trafficker. And then wishes the child molester's wife well when she gets arrested. Uh, lady I mean, friend, but yeah, yeah. Whatever. I wish her all the Domestic best. Domestic partner like, or uh, co-conspirator or yeah. enabler or... Right, right. Oh, I didn't know him, but I'm photographed with him four million times. <laughs> like... Yeah. No, no. That's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. That's Back on Louis C.K. Just... for a second, I said, hey, man, all this woman stuff. And now this is me justifying what I said on the episode. On the episode, I said, hey, if if jokes can correlate with reality, mm-hmm. then you know that Louis C.K., based off of his stand-up alone, is a very frequent masturbator. Okay? He jokes about it a lot. <laughs> and what came out was alarming because... And why I've stopped listening to Louis C.K. is because at the same time that he's going through this, um, that he's doing this to these women that's not mm-hmm. being exposed, he literally, in a show, pretended to masturbate in, in front of his entire audience. Yeah. So the sheer arrogance and the sheer, like, you know, disregard for what he had done in that moment mm-hmm. shows me that he's unapologetic. Yeah. Now, he had no even shame about to, it. To, to what you said, to consequence, he got on stage and didn't apologize for it. Mm-hmm. Or if he did, it, it didn't. It wasn't uh, top of mind. Right. Or it wasn't the most impactful thing of the show. Right. Right. With all due respect, it was still funny as hell, but it mm-hmm. still didn't address the issue. Mm-hmm. What I told him to do was say that was crazy, and then spend the first ten minutes of his stand-up explaining the situation and explaining his problem and, and saying that, hey, you know, I'm getting help with that. It. Right, yeah. you know what I mean? He didn't do that. Um, I also said, if if what we really need to worry about with Louis C.K., mm-hmm. if his joke, if he jokes about masturbation and then a year later it comes out that he traps women in his apartment and he masturbates in front of them. Mm-hmm. What we really need to worry about with Louis C.K. is him being a child molester. Right. Because he jokes about that more than anything. Mm. And I've seen everything Louis C.K.'s ever done. Yeah. Multiple times. And his jokes are very, very, like, borderline, like, if he jokes about masturbation a lot, mind you, and gets caught masturbating in front of women... Then we need to start drawing some parallels to some other things that he might be doing in his Yikes. in his everyday life. Now, this is me, a huge Louis C.K. fan, right. and just absolutely astonished that his jokes are a little bit of reality. And if his jokes are a little bit of reality, then he's also they a, might peda- a pedophile. A lot of okay, he's a pedophile. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know. All right. Anyway, moving on. Mm. Um. So cancel culture to me, um, I think in a, in a large part is consequences for people's actions. Yeah, I agree. It's, 
it's, you know, showing that, you know, money and power and prestige and perceived respect doesn't it absolve you from, you know, being... All the horrible things you've done. Right. I mean, think of Kevin Spacey. I mean... Yeah. You know, I don't care how long ago it was, you built your career on doing this thing to people, harming mm-hmm. people, hurting yeah. people, and you shouldn't be rewarded by it. And the one thing you can do to an actor is to stop watching their films, stop promoting their product, which would right. be the movie, mm-hmm. and make sure that they don't get cast ever again in movies, or make sure that if they do get cast, that those movies don't, you know, go anywhere. Yeah. If there's one person you could cancel, who would it be? Could cancel? Mm-hmm. Uh... That isn't canceled now, but because of whatever personal feelings you have of them, they should be, they should cease to exist. Ooh. You answer first while I think on that. Liam Neeson. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, what he said was absolutely appalling mm. to me. Yeah. And though he, you know, I think he was canceled for a bit. He was in a movie recently and I was like, oh, he's still alive? Like, we need to cancel that motherfucker. Because mm-hmm. think of the implications of what he said. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the story, Liam Neeson said something to the effect of, uh, a, a lady friend of his was sexually assaulted by a black uh, man mm-hmm. and he said once he found out he wanted to take his rifle and, and shoot every black man or black person he saw on the street uh... now right after that just so I'm making sure that I'm not like you know spilling some fake news here right after that he said he understood the implications of what he was thinking and what he um, was was thinking about doing so mm. he didn't do it but the, the the idea that popped in his head that so popped fast. in your head so quickly, yeah, is just unfair. Mm-hmm. Now, if he said something to the effect of, like, I whenever I see a white man kill another white person, I want to take my rifle out and shoot every white person because I hate murder. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he ain't say that shit. Nope. If he said something to the effect of, like, every single time I see a, a like, pedophile in the news, I just want to go and shoot every, like, registered sex offender in my neighborhood, he didn't say that shit. Nope. But it's, it's the mob mentality that, we saw Rosewood recently. Ugh. Not that it wasn't a good movie, that's not the... Ugh. Rosewood is a phenomenal movie. Yeah. yeah if you is. haven't seen it, I recommend it. Okay. I recommend you watch it when you aren't surrounded by white people. Because <laughs> it's going to make you hate white people. A lot. A lot. Um, Rosewood is about um, a young lady mm-hmm. who is having an affair on her husband. Mm-hmm. And the gentleman she's having an affair with gets upset with them, something she says, beats her, mm-hmm. and then leaves. Mm-hmm. The woman, knowing that her husband's going to see her all beat up and bruised, needs to come up with an excuse as to why she is that way and she decides to run out, run out in the middle of the street and say that a black man had done it this bitch she ain't say black man she said an n-word did it she okay. sure did it's a hard R right and I say the n-word a lot but you know for the sake of this story I'm not hmm. I'm not gonna say it doesn't fit here this happens in Rosewood, Florida okay they spend days chasing and hanging and beating and shooting and killing every black person in the whole town. And the whole town. It's a, yeah, it's an actual massacre. Like actual massacre that they said eight to eight to fifteen people died. Yeah. It was actually a hundred and fifty. Yeah. 
Um, but based off of a lie. Based off a lie. All those black people, specifically black people, died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm not likening to the one. I'm not saying that Liam Neeson's friend died, but that type of mentality. Yeah. The I'm gonna grab my rifle and shoot innocent black people for something else a black person has done. Right. Is the absolute problem with racism racism in this country. That Why that is a remedy to right. charge all black people for the actions of one black person. Right. We don't do that with white people. We don't. Now, no if I hear about some serial killer they haven't found yet, I'm going to assume he's a white dude. Okay? Doesn't mean I'm going to... But it doesn't mean I'm going to go out... And... Right, I'm not going to assume every white dude right? is a serial killer, although do, I kind of but do, wonder. But if you see what we're saying, because a sense. cop shoots a black dude, we don't go out and kill every cop. No. Because a white dude can drive in his car with his son and another co-conspirator down the street to a, a young black man who's jogging and ask him what he's doing and force him to tell you what he's doing and if he doesn't you shoot and kill him in the middle of the street we don't take rifles and go out no. and shoot every white person we see white after we hear shit like that white people the first people to say hashtag not all white people like <laughs> except right? all of you most of you I've <laughs> not met some all good white ones it's just like it's just a really Liam Neeson needs to be canceled to me because that's just absolutely unexpe- unacceptable speech. Yeah, that's that's exactly the problem. Mm-hmm. If he said I was so upset I unfriended all my black friends and hey, not not as severe, but to murder and to go out and to to be so angry that you'd kill innocent black people, Mm-mm. just the sheer implications of what you're saying, man, it's just the most racist thing I think any actor has ever said. Yeah. Yeah, and and Mel Gibson has said some shit. You hear what I'm saying? Mel Gibson. Ugh. Ugh. Right. Um, I thought of who my person was. All right, let's hear it. Georgina Chapman. Uh, oh. Yeah. If your Georgina. listeners don't know who that is, she is the founder of the fashion house Marquesa, mm-hmm. and also the ex-wife of one Mr. Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. And also. She may not have had anything to do with his disgusting behaviors. There is no way she didn't know what an MFing creep her husband was. Thanks. Also, that house was built with a gift from her at the time husband. And is probably, I can't see how they would make money. They make things that are just like beautiful to be rented for uh, red, run, or red carpet. So I don't know how they make any money. I imagine that they are still running on Harvey Weinstein money. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, instead she should be canceled. The house should be closed. Mm-hmm. And she can go live a nice rich white lady life somewhere yeah. else. Florida. Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever the Florida of England is. I think she might be I think British. it's actually called Florida too. Oh, good. <laughs> she can go there. She can go there. Uh... <laughs> Brighton? Is that a vacation place? In England? I, don't I don't know. know. She can go there and yeah. live her happy, rich white lady life mm-hmm. out of our faces. Uh, at least Sob does it better anyway. So, Ooh, yeah. Kitty claws. Keep it moving. If y'all don't know what a house is, it's a fashion house. That's what they call it. I had to figure that out too. Oh, so for all my listeners that are, that, are, that are here for the comic books and stuff, a uh, fashion house is what they call it. Which is kind of cool, right? Kind of sounds like a comic book something or nothing. It's because like well, in theory, all of the things that happen, like all of the things that go into making their garments are in one place, like a house. So it's like, you know, the embroidery happens here, the sewing happens here, the design and 
like um, building of the, the items happens all in one place. Mm. Oh, understood. No, I just I, I think one of the things that we need to do is 100% cancel Donald Trump. That should be the and last com- and company cancel. and friends, friends family, family all of you. Stephen Miller, Steve Bannon. Rudy if you Giuliani. can say that this person is the one person in the world who is telling the truth and everyone else is liars, then you should be canceled because you Facts. are either because you're QAnon. Yeah, you're a nut bucket. Yeah, yeah. Total um, break with reality. Right. So I say that'd be the last cancel. We cancel him, and then that'd be the cancel of cancels. And then let's have a conversation. Right. Let's have people preemptively say, hey, this is something dark from my past. I am getting it out there right. for who, whomever I offended or hurt right. or I am getting it out there. This is what I did. I'm taking responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, let's have a conversation about it. I'll do like like they used to. Like, right. get on the news. You, you know, get on Oprah. Weird, let us know. You know what I mean? Get on Oprah. Don't talk we... about what you've done. Yeah. If you act like... You ish don't stink and then try to hide it, the internet will find you. It will find it and then it'll realize that it's the stinkiest shit of all. Right. If you're a friggin' weirdo, then be a weirdo. Let us know up front and maybe, just maybe, we can see that you've either learned from your mistakes or, you know, we The guy from Seventh (laughs) Heaven came out and said, I have unholy thoughts about young children. Bully. That's weird. Yeah. The dad from yeah, Seventh Heaven, yeah. where he has like seven kids, right? Yep. Is that the story? Yeah. Like yeah seven yeah. kids. Seven kids. Um, I was like four kids, but seven heaven. Four He's kids. like a reverend of four, um, seven kids. He's a reverend uh-huh. in a show mm-hmm. with seven kids, yep. and he comes out and says, "You know, I've had unholy thoughts about kids. young children." Yeah. Now I condemn that every which way. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's probably the most disgusting admission ever but i do respect him for admitting it admitting it just come out with it because i don't know what he's done in his past right i don't know what i don't i can't judge this man i can only judge the behaviors right and he or the said inclination. That he hasn't done the behavior well he tried to say i haven't done the behaviors i have mm. thought about it though so mm. maybe keep me away keep from me kids. away from kids <laughs> uh maybe make it uh no heavens no kids no first heaven uh anyway um but that's respectable yeah you can say he's a monster but you can also say that he you know at least he's up front up front and presumably doing something about it Mm -hmm. instead of uh just waiting for his demons to come out of the closet yikes anyway Thanks for joining me tonight, Paper Anchor. I really appreciate Thanks it. For I thought it was me. a very interesting story about um, not buying the Trump. Voting with your dollars. Right. You yeah. gotta vote your dollars. That's where it really hurts him. Mm-hmm. I think what we've seen is that he's willing to use his followers in order to get money based mm-hmm. on a lie. Yeah. They call it the big lie. And he was able to make a lot of money from it. Mm-hmm. But I think what we should do is make sure he doesn't make any more money from not only just his lies, but from a corporation that's built on a brand that's built on white supremacy, white nationalist racism and xenophobia and anti-Semitism and general villainy, general villainy. You know, yeah. Mike Pence is homeless. 
It's homeless? Well, that's what they say. I hope not. But I also absolutely hope so. Like he's living in a hotel? Like he's living no, in the No, like rich? he's living in the man the governor's mansion's guest house. Because he was so certain that they were gonna win a second term that he didn't he bother didn't to buy a house. Buy a house. But before he hadn't bought a house because he was the governor. So he was in the right. governor's mansion. So Also that lets us know that the new governor of Indiana is uh not a great dude. His name is Eric Holcomb. Holcomb, Holcomb yeah. Right? I've heard things. About what? Like what? That he's just not a great uh, governor. What about Donald Rainwater? Fucking <laughs> Sam. If you're listening, Sam, <laughs> fuck Donald Rainwater. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding? If I had seen one more thing about Donald Rainwater... <laughs> He was down like he was down by double digits, and Sam just had this idea that he was gonna, he was gonna pop, pop off. Pop off. Ugh. I was like, "Yo, maybe I... Pence can hide out at his house." Ugh. Right. Anyway, thank <laughs> you for coming uh, tonight, Paper and Cry. Love Thanks your for face. Me. Yeah. I'll Love talk your to you face. soon. Hey, and thank you all for tuning in to Full Stop. Thank you. Thank you uh, for coming back with us. Um, you know, uh, we were just kind of ranting. I figured we we recorded. I was like, <laughs> well, this is a really good potential to record, too. We were yeah. talking about um, AOC's, um, I'm sorry, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of names. Um, we were talking about her um, hour and a half long um Live video. Live video. Now, let me just preface everything we're about to say Hmm. with I can't stand AOC and the squad. I'm not a fan. I Hmm. think that she is counterproductive, Mm -hmm. but also very productive. I think she could be the most powerful person in the Democratic caucus if she wasn't such a millennial. She represents us. So well, but also she represents us really well, which isn't a good thing. She's a millennial and she makes me question millennial values. Mm -hmm. And it it really bothers me how powerful she could be and is not. It bothers me how influential she could be and is, but how she could take it so much further by honestly, like being a politician. She's not really a politician she's a i would say she's if john lewis was the soul of the democratic party Mm. if bernie sanders is the logic Mm -hmm. of the democratic party he's an independent but if if he were the the logic of the democratic party Mm -hmm. if nancy pelosi were the heart of the democratic party Mm -hmm. um aoc would be the angst (laughs) Of the Democratic Party. She yeah. would be the Democratic Party going through a phase. It's a very, like, it strikes me, and I'm less informed than you, but it strikes me as kind of a juvenile girl power kind of thing when she could be a woman with real power. Mm-hmm. She is choosing to do this, like, cutesy sorority thing. Facts. And what I think about that, uh, about her specifically, is that she is so willing to eat her own mm. out of the the sheer 
um, guise of righteousness. It's the right thing to do is to take to task people in my caucus as well as people in the other caucus. And I, yes, absolutely, girlfriend. Yes. Mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. Okay. But when it comes time to vote. Yeah. When it comes time to be in the party that you say you're in. And what the Republicans understand, I think, so much better than the Democrats is that when it's time to vote, we need to stick together. Mm, yeah. yeah. I know it sounds stupid. I know it sounds terrible, but you're a politician for a reason. Okay? You chose this avenue to be the way that you get your voice heard, right? And yeah. you be the voice of others, right? Yeah. Understanding your district, there are probably a lot of people who vote for you. She she swept her race, yeah, right? Yeah. She did great in her race. But now you represent the, the United States. Mm-hmm. You, you represent more than your caucus mm-hmm. because you're in, you're in the House. Yeah. And you vote on legislation that affects us all. Mm-hmm. So now you need to reflect on the party that you chose to be in because you could absolutely be an independent. Yeah. And if she were an independent, then I wouldn't. No comment. Though. No comment. You can say whatever you want as an independent. Right. Because you're, you're not beholden to the tenets of your party. Mm-hmm. You need to be hold, beholden to the tenets of your party. Right. Now, if you're a socialist, that's awesome. But you can't promote a 100% socialist agenda in the Democratic Party because the Democrats aren't socialists. Right. They believe in programming that helps all. Mm-hmm. So you need to be able, you need to be more mutable. And that's what I don't like about her. She's, she's not very mutable. Yeah. And <laughs> I know it sounds like I'm saying, hey, you're a politician, be a politician. But that's exactly what I'm saying. Mm. You can influence more if you were in the private sector, to be honest with you. Maybe, yeah. If you wanted to be a socialist, you could you could work in the private sector and get people to stand behind your... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But let's get on to her video. Her video was about an hour and a half long. I didn't hear it. But I did read news about it. Yeah, I just saw snippets about it. And one of the things she addressed was how people are saying we should just get over the capital, the siege the of the capital, the insurrection. Yeah. Yeah, and how that's just really screwed up and not—it's a really screwed up and not fair thing to say. It's not because okay, most of us weren't there, right? And secondly, um, they stormed the fucking Capitol. Yeah, I mean, she was under a desk listening to people looking looking for, for her, her specifically to uh, presumably bring harm to her. So. You can't tell somebody to get over right. any... Are you kidding? No, we will not get over the fact that you stormed the Capitol. Stormed the Capitol. You psychopaths. That's crazy. It's nuts. I feel for you that you were lied to, but you believe it, and you choose to continue to believe that only Facts. this one person is telling the truth. This person who doesn't tell the truth about anything Nada. is the only person in the whole world who's telling you the truth about this one thing that you want to believe? No. No. So, no. let me just say... Um, fuck Jason Whitlock and uh, let's continue okay so <laughs> um, the second thing she talked about was um, sexual a, assault being a survivor of sexual assault every woman I know mm-hmm. every woman I know yeah. has been sexually assaulted in one way or another yeah that is alarming yeah. More than alarming, actually. Alarming doesn't do it justice. So excuse me for saying that. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely disgusting. 
Yeah. And it's it's unacceptable. It, it shouldn't so exist. Let me tell end. you this. I might have told you this story before, but I'm in a sorority and we had to have uh, different trainings to stay in compliance with the university and one of them was about sexual assault. And so me and my five sorority sisters are sitting in this room. That's six of us. Mm. And the woman says, um, I don't something like eight out of ten people, eight out of ten women have been sexually assaulted in some way, whether that be from just unwanted advances or unwanted touching down to the most egregious of horrific experiences. And we all kind of look around at each other like, hmm. So each of us told her our like time that we were uncomfortable and she's like, yes, that kiss that you didn't want was sexual assault because you didn't consent to it. Yes, that touch was sexual assault because you didn't consent to it. So like every woman that I've ever met, I've met a lot of women, have been assaulted in some way. Hmm. I tried to think back to all the instances that I'd ever been in. Um, where the situation was um, like me and either a co-worker or me and someone I was dating or someone I was getting to know like mm-hmm. in these intimate situations and I, I'm almost certain that there were times where you know there could have been that sort of like you might have made someone uncomfortable of, or... I, I don't I, 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 just, I can't remember those times. I mm-hmm. know that I am, in a lot of ways, misogynistic. Mm. Um, I'm not very bashful about that. I'm not very proud of it either. It's just sure. the way that I'm conditioned mm-hmm. as a, I'm using air quotes here, man, whatever <laughs> that means, right? Um, doesn't allow me to see those things or the way that I come off or the way that I treat others, it doesn't have me see that immediately. Now, Stacy, me, full stop. Mm-hmm. You know, for those who don't know who full stop is, <laughs> uh, me, I am a bit of a, a, an abrasive person. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but also I'm very aware. Yeah, me as an individual, I'm very, very aware. So I know when I could have said something differently. Mm-hmm. After I say it, I'm like, I could have said that differently. So it's not for a lack of awareness. Right, right. So whenever I've been in those instances where I've been a little overly misogynistic mm-hmm. or a little overly curt mm-hmm. or abrasive, mm-hmm. I tend to be like, hey, yeah, that was a little abrasive. That was a little much. Right. Sorry. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, now, mind you, I haven't worked for anybody in a pretty long time now. So <laughs> those situations are few and far between. But... Um, you know, on behalf of whoever's listening, mm-hmm. if I know you and I've put you in a weird situation or made you uncomfortable in any way, um, my bad. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, my sincerest apologies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. I don't think that most guys are aware of those situations. Yeah. I think guys are I know... conditioned by movies and music yeah. to yeah. kind of push those boundaries. I mean,. As a feminist, the feminists will say like, all guys say, well, I didn't know. 
And while that's kind of true, Hmm. now you do know. And also, I think the thing that we set off air that made us jump on was I said, like, if men are taught that it doesn't matter not to care about how aggressive they're being or uncomfortable they're making someone, if they're taught that that's not important, and women are taught that boys will be boys and that's what men do and not to say anything and to keep quiet, um then where do we meet in the middle? If you don't know, and I don't tell you, when, how are you supposed to find out? If societally, you, man, don't know, and us women don't know how to tell you, when, when do you find out? Yeah. So... get that knock on the door, like, um... (laughs) I mean, I don't say that as a full excuse... I have seen a lot of men do a lot of things they absolutely should have known better. Mm -hmm. And I am just really proud to hear so many women's stories that now they're coming out and saying it. Um, And for those who say they should have come out sooner, you You have no idea. You have no idea what it's like, so kindly. You people who blame the victims, I am coming for each and every one of you. Yeah, get out of here with that. Every single one of them. But guys who say I didn't know, and then now you should know, and they're still like, oh, well, that's bullshit. Yeah. You've been informed. Especially in this time, like, it's 2021, you've been informed. Fact. At this point, now you know. Now, I too am a feminist. Mm. Yes, you are. Um, I agree with what you say. Mm. But I also, you know, think that unless women want better for themselves, mm. better won't be presented to them. Mm-hmm. Men would have to want to better themselves mm-hmm. or at least acknowledge that they are the problem. <laughs> right? Yeah. Women don't need to be equal to men. Women are better than men, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Wanting what men have or wanting to be equal to men would be like wanting to... Swim in a lake rather than an ocean. Right. (laughs) Become inferior, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Now, this is just my feminist opinion. I think women are smarter than men. I think they're more capable than men. I think that women are the most beautiful creatures on this earth. I think that they need to acknowledge that beauty, take that power that they all have all every single one of them mm-hmm. and ask for more mm. okay yeah not that more will be received but women need to reach the pinnacle of their potential mm-hmm. they need to ask for more than what's being being given to them not equal to what men have no, no. claimed to be the the parameters of success right women no, no. need to strive high for that because they're more capable to break those barriers of well, what we perceive to be success, what we perceive right. to be equity, what we perceive to be those things. What we things. perceive to be success is Stacey based on... Stacey Abrams, that's all I had to say. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. What we perceive to be success is based on the, you know, the masculine. Facts. So what women could achieve as ultimate success is probably way higher than the most successful man could even imagine. 100%. Yeah. I agree. I agree because I think that women in a lot of ways think globally mm-hmm. as men think task, 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 task. And then we've reached a certain point where the market is the way the market is is because that's the limits of right. a man's 
Right, because you know, you're like dollar, next dollar, next right. dollar, next dollar. Our Women education are like system. all the dollars, all of the right. spirituality, all of the diamonds, all of the shoes, all of the facts, right? So <laughs> all of the, love, the education like, system is the way it is, is because it's the the limits of a uh, right quiz, quiz, test, quiz, right. quiz, test. Right. Yeah. And our system is built around a man's allowance of it being the way it is right. but i think a woman would expand that system and mm-hmm. make it more comprehensive and better yeah. now it has to be the right woman right but i think that i just think they have a large capacity mm-hmm. let me stop uh stroking you all's dicks um <laughs> lady dicks and really get to the point of my point mm-hmm. i think that because there's so many women willing to stifle themselves mm-hmm. and that in their limitations or what's been given to them over the course of you know their lifetimes i think that feminism like racism won't be fixed right yeah yeah <laughs> and believe me like racism is a what 600 year problem mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean but feminism and masculinity and toxic masculinity it's and misogyny is old as shit it's older than that <laughs> cavemen were hitting their women and dragging them by the hair into the cave like yeah. you're an inferior creature so how do yeah. we break men of that idea mm-hmm. you know even with the feminist and, and you know uh, women's power movement mm-hmm. like men are like okay that's cute let me let you guys rally but you still have to get the permits from us <laughs> you still we st- are still making choices on your body right um with our legislation right right you're still buying your pink t-shirt on amazon st- we're still charging you for tampons right. we're still charging you for maxi pads Ugh. you Yuck. know what i'm saying yeah, yeah so yeah. as long as like men have control over say mm-hmm. those things yeah, I mean, it's just really hard. It's a hard fight. We're fighting a war on many fronts. And I can tell you the enemy in all these wars that I'm thinking about are, are white men. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree. Can I tell you the thing that makes me angriest about men? What's I that? think you know this theory of mine. It is mm. the uh, the aggressive nice guy. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit makes me so yeah. mad. And if you don't know what she means, it's the guy that says... But I'm a nice guy. I Why should have this. Why doesn't she like me? Why doesn't she like me? Because I'm a nice guy. She just... No, what they... And they start with that. And then the more angry they get, they devolve into, well, of course she's going to sleep with the bad guy. Right. She doesn't want me. She's a nice I'm guy. I'm a nice guy. Right. Are you a nice guy? You're not. No. I don't think you are. I don't. Do you... Like, you have been pretending to be friends with her long enough for her to get drunk and fall into bed with you. Mm-hmm. That is not a friend. That is not a not friend a friend. zone. There mm-hmm. is no thing as a friend zone. There is a friend, and there is you who is waiting next to her porch for her to stumble home, mm-hmm. hoping that she'll be drunk enough tonight. Get out of here. Right. You are not a nice guy. Not a nice guy. You are not a nice guy. There is no, a whole... that's not... I don't think that that's the case with all nice guys no the but i feel like if a guy has Holy to tell shit. you how nice they are it's no. really unlikely that they're actually that hey nice, nice guys if you're listening like i don't know what the hell she's going she's going off script <laughs> <laughs> there's a like my my demographic is nice guys so if we could but refrain. they're actually nice the people <laughs> yeah. that i hear you talk to are actually good people no, like... those aren't nice guys. I'm talking about the people that listen. The people I talk to are terrible people. Okay? <laughs> They're the guys you're talking about. I'm talking about the people that are listening. If you are a nice guy and you're listening, what she says does not reflect the views of herself. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you're a nice guy. 
Your mama believes you're a nice guy. That's those are the only two people that matter. Go ahead, baby. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I feel like most guys who are actually nice mm-hmm. will not tell you that they are nice. They'll tell you the mistakes they've made. They tell you like, I try to be nice, but sometimes I'm, like you said, sometimes I'm curt, and I don't mean to be. It's just my personality. But I do try to be, you know what I mean? They're mm. not like, but I'm such a nice guy. Mm. Why doesn't she want me? I know me? so many guys like that. I really do. I don't understand. I, I think just, really just nice? if I were a guy looking at this situation and wanting to like break that ideology down, mm. there was a time where I was being called a nice guy because mm-hmm. I was quiet. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to hit on chicks because I didn't know anything about that. <laughs> okay. There was a time where I was perceived as a nice guy, mm-hmm. but I, I just was a quiet guy, mm-hmm. right? Um, when it was time for me to like blossom and become more of a social guy, mm-hmm. I realized that I wasn't too fond of men or women. Mm. Not romantically or anything. I just didn't like people. I didn't like being around people. I, I relished in the solitude. Yeah. I, I like liked being mysterious in a certain way but (laughs) then i started to find people who had like values and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. when i got older and i started to like you know start drinking i'm starting to go out i'm starting to feel myself i'm looking in the mirror saying hey what's up cutie like you know when i went out to into the world Mm -hmm. it wasn't really me even trying to aggressively pursue women Mm -hmm. it was me being me Mm -hmm. like and you know me Mm -hmm not really making an effort Can't and just accepting whatever came it. to yeah. me. Uh, it wasn't right. me making like a, a serious effort, effort. So I, I, I don't, I can't go from the perspective of being a nice guy. Cause I've always been kind of an asshole. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I do say that in a lot of ways, being an asshole kind of served me well. Um, yeah. being an asshole made me somehow more approachable, by women it made me more relatable to other dudes you know um it served me well so those guys i do like i said i do know a lot of those guys are like but i'm such a nice guy i don't understand what their problem is is that they're creepy Mm -hmm. they come off as creepers because they they're emulating what a nice guy looks like and And not being being themselves themselves, right Right. not being an actual genuine nice guy right you know what i mean i can understand that the The nicest guy i know is isaiah Mm, when yeah. I think nice guy, I think he Isaiah. He is such a nice guy. Because yeah. he's super authentic and he's nice. Right. He's very like, I just want to help people. Right. Even when people are yelling or arguing, he's mm-hmm. like, I just want to figure out what y'all are arguing about so I can fix mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But he's never ever had to be, he's he's more the guy who gets taken advantage of and like right. tries to figure out how to get the fuck out. You the, know I mean? the compassionate side of me is like, don't pretend to be a nice guy. Don't pretend to be anyone but who you are because A, like if she doesn't like you off jump and she just wants to be your friend, then she's never going to like you enough for a relationship. Starting to get pretending and to Sally, be yourself. Men and women cannot be friends. No, they cannot be friends because Because of the man. It's on your mind. <laughs> if if yeah, if you meet a woman Sorry. 
If you meet a woman and she only wants to be your friend and you want more from her, then you cannot be her friend. No. Because you will be being aggressive nice. You're being creepy. You're hanging around waiting for something that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And you pretending to be a different dude isn't going to work out for you. If you were more in those authentic, instances if you were that just you're yourself, being authentic, your authentic self to quote be her friend in the back of your mind, man, and I don't care who's listening right now, debate me about it. I'm telling you straight up that mm-hmm. every single dude who hangs out and does anything for a woman, anything for a woman he calls a friend, it's because he wants to smash. Now, I have female friends. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of female friends. Mm-hmm. And there's only one that I've not had sex with. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we can be friends. Because right. I know there's nothing there. Because you don't want to. That's it. We've been there. If even that's a little it. part of you wants to... Then no, it's I'm over. telling you, it's dead. Any right. woman I'm hanging out with is dead. If I come to you and say I have a new female friend, you That's need to problem. break up with me. Yeah. That's a problem. Men in relationships don't need new <laughs> Absolutely female friends. Absolutely not. Men in relationships do not need new female friends. That yeah, is right. probably the most sage thing I think any advice that I could give anybody my yeah. age. Men my age do not need new friends, new nope. female friends. Nope. We don't. Nope. And ladies, if you if your man has a new female friend, then. Mm-mm. Nope. No. Absolutely not. That's not good. It's not acceptable. It's not right. Ten times out of ten, he has a crush on her. Ten times out of ten, there's something that's making him friends. Yep. And because the only thing attraction. separating my best friend from being my lover is his wife. All right. Uh, and with that, <laughs> I'm going to say have a great night. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening to our rant. Thank you for listening to our rant. Paper Anchor, thank you so much for joining us on Full Stop. Thank you for having She's me. She's starting to become a regular. I'm starting to like her. <laughs> I, I hope you guys like her too. Noted. She's pretty cool. I I, did, I was skeptical at first, but now I'm getting accustomed to the idea. He almost kicked me off of this episode. So. I almost kicked her off this episode. I will talk to you all soon, and thank you for tuning in to Full Stop. <laughs>